Welcome to Getting Curious. I'm Jonathan Benes, and every week I sit down for a gorgeous 30-minute conversation with a brilliant expert to learn all about something that makes me curious. This week, it is an even double gorgeous episode where, like, I don't even know if you're going to be able to handle the fabulosity that's about to fly at you over the next 30 minutes. We are going to be talking to Nicole Byer and Aaron Gibson, and it's really from our uh, Just for Laughs uh, gorgeous set from Montreal where we laughed, we cried, we stand, we stood, we sat, we did everything, we loved each other. Uh, so take a listen. It's gorgeous. Um, so I'm going to introduce our two guests. And the first one, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring them out, them out at, the, at the same time. But I want to explain them first. So the first one is Erin Gibson, and she is the creator of Gay of Thrones. She, I like to say that she's like the usher to my Justin Bieber. She is like, we like I I met her in Los Angeles in two thousand and like ten or something, and and we became fast friends, and then we started doing her hair, and then one day, uh, one fateful December day in two thousand and twelve, I was like, she was like, do you watch Game of Thrones? And I was like, that sash and this and that, and she was like this, and she was so contrapasto and la la, and she was like you really need to do that like for funny or die. And then, then that's what happened. And so she's been someone that has changed my life so much. And she's, she hosts an amazing podcast called Throwing Shade. She's a powerhouse. She's a powerhouse writer. She's a powerhouse person. Like I just am obsessed with her. And then our other guest is the host of the gorgeous show and nailed it on Netflix. <laughs> who also, who also has done Gay of Thrones. That's where I first met her years ago when we were, Little teeny tiny babies. Oh my god, sortie. That means exit in French. Thank you so much for coming. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that joke never gets old. You know, it's like always a crowd pleaser. Um, so, you know, without any further ado, I just want to like put your hands together, get up on your feet for Aaron Gibson and Nicole Byer. Wait, why are we so far away? I don't know. From I'm going to fix it. I'm fixing so far it. Away. You know what's great for a, a tiny dress is a low couch. I love it. Show your pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know look what? at it. <laughs> but it, that you can't do that if you have cellulite. Well, I do. You don't have any. I don't, I, uh, you can do that with this, cellulite. Yeah, the, uh, you could do anything with cellulite. You know what? I am cellulite. Like I'm just a big cellulite. <laughs> And I do it all. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, actually... I just don't want anyone to see my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, the, yeah, we're, like, really body positive. You just, like, don't want everyone to see your, like, special, gorgeous parts. I don't... You know what? It's when the inner... You let the internet run your life, and you're like, is someone going to put this online and do something mean with it? And you shouldn't live your life like that. Uh, but like, it's kind of how you have to. It is. Yeah. And like, as you said that, I, like, clamped my legs together. Yeah, I, I was like, was oh, my like, God. Is my pussy out? <laughs> and I know it's not. I'm wearing jeans. <laughs> she who looks knows? Gorgeous. Sometimes, you know, holes appear, and then your lips are out, and you're like, what is happening? Uh, I hate you know, when my lips are out. I, you know what? We should be so lucky. <laughs> is this a hard left happening? No, I oh. just mean like there was like once upon a time like as a gay man that I thought that like when women brought up like their vaginas like the like my inner gay man would be like oh like you know and then one day with Margaret Cho I was doing her hair and she was like girl 
like, have you even tried it? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, well, how are you going to like really talk like that about something you never tried? And I was like, huh? And then I realized, I feel like I've told you this story. I feel like I ran into Gay of Thrones t- screaming this story to you in 2015. Yeah, like, you came in and you're like, I have vaginas! <laughs> <laughs> but I realized that like, if, if my girlfriends did me like that when I talked about my sex life, I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> so like there's so really like as gay men, like we need to be more supportive of all of our sisters. I agree. Yes. That's like a thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay, so Erin Gibson, as we were saying. Yes. Extraordinaris. I'm obsessed with her. Um, the usher to my Justin Bieber. Well, there's one, well in the sense that you discovered me, kind of. Like I didn't know that I could All like, I did was I took a person who was already giving me a hundred. And I said, let's put you in a different platform. Ugh. Let's take you out of the salon and in front of a camera. And the camera said, yes, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to already have it. You can't, like, invent somebody like but you. But you showed me this thing that I didn't know that I had. I really, she, like, I, I will never, I will never be able to, like, repeat. I just love you so much. Oh, I love you, too. But this is what I really want to know about. Well, oh, yeah, it's like, you know how, like, when you're, like, in, on stage in front of people and you're like, oh my God, can I talk about that? But then I was like, yeah, it's on Instagram. It's public knowledge. Everyone knows. <laughs> do you want to say the name of it or do you want me to say the name of it? I want Emmys? To... What? The Emmy we're nominated for? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be the secret? Well, no. Shh, an award, that. guys. Well, I do want to talk about that, but what I really want to talk about is... I almost inserted the F word into the middle of the title of your book, but I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. I have a book coming out in September called Feminasty. Yeah. A Complicated Woman's Guide to Surviving the Patriarchy Without Drinking Herself to Death. Yes! Yes! Like, I have never heard, like, show me a better book title. (laughs) I dare you. Yeah, fuck you, War and Peace. (laughs) Or Or, like, any other book title. Yeah. Like, the Bible <laughs> or like anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, anything. I'm just kidding. Like my mom, honestly, if she, if she, and when she sees this, like that could, that comment alone could be worse than the time that I dress up as Jesus for Halloween uh. <laughs> from October 31st of 2013 until December of the same year. She would not talk to me. That has never happened. You dressed up as Jesus. And was it just like a, a historical rendition? Did you put a little bit of, <laughs> On it. <laughs> I was, was a sexy crucifixion Jesus. <laughs> yes. yes. I had an American apparel off the shoulder <laughs> um, white t-shirt dress <laughs> with a few little red splatters. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. And I had a really sick crown of thorns that I made myself. So gorgeous. I like made this gorgeous crown of thorns. And then I had a little smart gladiator sandal. And then a brown circle scarf. It was all American apparel. <laughs> Keeping them in business in 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back when she was a thing. So but anyway, Feminesti, what, like, what's her inspiration? What's her herspiration? Like, where is she going? What story is she telling? Like, do we have to wait and buy it? Like, tell me. Chapter one. No, um... It's, it's essentially, look, I feel like a lot of people, I know this is Canada and everything's great here in Trudeau, blah, blah, blah. But I, there's still a lot of stuff. You guys have this new thing. You have this PM who's trying to take you back to the 90s with your sex ed books. That's fucked up. And I just want women to know that there are other pe- women out there who are as angry as they are. And there's a way to laugh at this stuff to take the power away so that we can rise up 
collect ourselves, and fucking run the world. Question. Yeah. When you say take the power away, is that like when like you experience something in this case as a woman that you're like, this is like really, there's like the sting or like the burn of it. Like it's just like a really, and like that is the power that you're taking away. It's like it, a way to neutralize that. Exactly. Like if a bully comes up to you and says, you're ugly, you go, no bitch, I'm beautiful. Fuck you. And then you walk away. You take their power away. You're like every, nothing you say is going to affect me. <sighs> but like cuter and funnier in the way that you write. Yeah. But then you like, you know, do a little hair flip and then you <laughs> hop on a bird and then run away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then, so, and then, well, I don't know if any of you guys are into podcasts in here. <laughs> all three of us have one. They're yeah. all glamorous. Yours was the first one that I was ever on. The first one I ever knew of. Throwing shade. Yes. She's a very... <laughs> um, so if you don't know about podcasts, can you recap Throwing Shade in like 30 seconds? Like, is that so rude? Oh, yeah. No, it's... Well, I have a very succinct tagline. Let's see if I can remember it. You taught me shorter, tighter, faster. Short, that's all. If you want to be on the internet, you got to talk real short. Throwing Shade. (laughs) (laughs) Covering women's and LGBTQ issues and treating them with much less respect than they deserve. So we're we're making fun of stuff that's really serious so that people will listen, pay attention, and maybe feel like they have some right to be involved in those issues. I feel like as a woman for a long time, I didn't even feel like it was my right to care about the stuff that was happening to me. So I want other people to feel like, oh yeah, it is fucking wrong that people are taking away my reproductive rights and I'm going to do something about it because I can. Yes. <laughs> but also too, as it fan- feels very overwhelming when you're being oppressed, you know? But as a fan of throwing shade, I feel like it really like the treating it with much less respect than it deserves is actually just like a shock line to get to hook you because you guys are respectful and but you're just fucking hilarious thank you yeah that's all thank you so then like what was that thing thanks you're for fixing about? my <laughs> my <laughs> sentence well no but just like it's like no because like i because that like when i hear that i'm like what did she say but it's just like it's so much more than that so it's like when are you guys like to know it's like that was like a shock moment like so, yeah like today story. we're doing a, a show at four so i'm talking about um some really difficult stuff about how OBGYNs which I'm sure you call them here too, right? Obstetrics and gynecology. Uh, a lot of straight white guys doing some stuff that is fucked up in the examining room and stuff like that. No. Oh, yeah. And I had a, I had, no, whatever, I'll tell this at four, but I had a gynecologist take an IUD out of me. And while he was, he, you know, I, ladies, you know this, but there's like a paper gown. I don't know if maybe in Canada you just I'm go so nude scared. or whatever. What did he do? Um, you have a paper towel over your legs and then the doctor kind of disappears and like does his under the hood work. So he pulled the IUD out and then I didn't see his head. I just saw the IUD from between my legs and it, he just went like this. I'm out. I'm out. With a cartoon voice. It was the puppet show no one asked for. And I was so horrified. And I continued to go to this guy for like three more years because I didn't know how to... I thought he was like... I was like, he's the best doctor in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. I don't mean to laugh, but the way you told it was kind of funny, right? No, no, it's... At least a good voice. It was... You know, he tried. It was like... uh, Was it like high pitch? Like, I'm a lady. I'm (laughs) out. I was like, I'm out. (laughs) It was deeper with less dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Because it was covered in like blood and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! Because no, because I am imagining like you know like a white like stage table. Mm-hmm. Like she's like like Broadway. Yeah, yeah. She's like she's really like 
she's like a thing, and then there's like a. Do you want me to show you what it looks like? Well, I just feel like she's like a thing, and then he was like, like a man. Yeah, put your leg. If you put your legs in the air, do you want to do it? She's like that. No, and then there's a this. Bend your knees. Bend your okay. knees, yeah. And put him like, yeah, like you're really gonna take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but so like he was like, la. Yeah. So you have a you have a she towel here, so you, there's an illusion of privacy. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, but that's, that was which like, is yeah. weird. Who's yes. the privacy for? I've seen my pussy. Like who? Who's it? It's so weird. It is. It is kind of Handmaid's Tale because it's like, what don't we all know? What's yeah. all here? <laughs> like we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, he's just got a feather it's like down you're there. Rooting yeah. around down there. I know what's happening. Like, why do I need? That's like giving birth. Why do we? Why is there a thing there? Always a thing. Why? I well, I would. Well, well, I'm not a lady, so Three I don't want to speak on stuff that kids. I'm scared of. But. Huh? Like, well, I'm not scared of it, but like scared of childbirth. Like, I would imagine if you're having a baby, like, I would not. Like, I'd be like, no. No, if. Like, I would rather not. If a little gremlin is being ripped from me, I need yeah. to see it. Do you remember in Keeping Up with the Kardashians when um, when Chloe had her baby, like, years ago, the, her oldest? Do you uh-huh. guys remember this scene? And, <clears throat> No, it was like so much. It was like the silhouette from, but like there was like a silhouette because there was like a, but you could see like the shadow, mm-hmm. but there was nothing like super graphic. But essentially, like she reached down and like pulled that baby out. Yeah, that's she literally what just like reached out and was like, like come here. <laughs> so wait, but okay, I'm obviously like I didn't take my ADD medication today, you guys. So like, am I sticking to a script? No. Did I have a plan? Yes. Am I on track for it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Nowhere even close. <laughs> So, what medication are you on? I don't, I'm not really on any. I just said that oh, to be like. See, I'm on that. ADHD medication, and when I don't take it, it is wild. You know what? I actually, you know what? It, oh. <laughs> it's bad. You know what? It really could be. It's probably that I smoked what is probably a sativa when I meant to smoke an indica. Oh. Plus, I'm on like 17 flights, and like, oh my god, mm-hmm. and I'm nervous. Like, all you guys are here, so she's just like really elevated. <laughs> um. Okay, but wait. So what was that thing you were saying about like an Emmy thing and like this? Like, <laughs> Great segue. So we were nominated for an Emmy for Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's our second Emmy nomination. It'll be our first win. <laughs> I do feel like, you know, the secret and like power visualization is like a thing. Like the secret? Yes. Are you visualizing it right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. <sighs> do you know what you're going to say? Do you have like a speech prepared? You should write something down. Something yeah. about like bullying yeah. or something. You'll forget. And about like being like, just, just, like keep going. Well, all the other nominees you are straight white men. Th- what? Except for one. Oh. oh and it's God. not you. <laughs> I don't even, honestly, you know how like I get really finicky about like lines? Like I don't love to look at them too much. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want to know anyone's stuff. That we're not, I don't want to know anyone's stuff that we're nominated against. I don't want, I don't want to know. I, don't, I, I think all I wanted to know is that I saw mine and then I was like, I got it, and I don't want to think about it ever again. I only brought it up because I think there's a message that we could, we're just going to work out our Emmy speech right now, but we, there's a message we can have. This is like worse, it's worse than fucking cheer tryouts. Like in cheer tryouts, you try out on Friday and then you don't find out till Monday and then you have to run up to this fucking list and find your student number on this little thing. And this is so much worse for that because it's much bigger than making varsity cheerleading and it's much longer than one weekend. Like, this is, like, such an epically long time. <laughs> but, like, you're a lady creator, Emmy, twice-nominated lady creator. Or just, like, creator. Like, I'm obsessed with that. Thank you. And I love you. I love you. So, um, 
Nicole, Hi. like, here you are, minding your own business. <laughs> Just sitting, you know. You're, you, you, you have been doing some entertainment industry moments for a second. I've been working for years. She's been working, well, just for like a second, but I feel that you, this year, you, I, like, am I wrong to assume that you, like, kind of pulled, like, a Mariah Nagasu and, like, figured out how to, like, nail a triple axle this year? Well, I just lucked into nailed it. Very, it was, uh, they, like... Or did nailed it luck into you? Ooh! I mean, I think it's pretty mutual. Yeah. You know, um... I had no idea that people would like that show as much as they do. We're obsessed. It's insane. Children like me. Are there children here? You're not a child. <laughs> That's You're 13. Almost a grown-up. 13? You're not a child. Um, I almost apologize for talking about pussies. Yeah, like, he also, gotta learn. Like, right? If you need, like, if he need, if you need therapy, sweetie, or something from, like, what you've endured so far, like, I'm so sorry. Like, um, no, if this was Texas, so everyone would have walked out. <laughs> um, oh, my God. You know, I also, like, have no sense of, like, what's appropriate and not. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like my eight-year-old niece, I'll talk to her like she's 27. Mm -hmm. And then like a 22-year-old, I'll talk to them like they're four. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. It's hard. It's I don't know what to say to children who are like, cake lady! I'm like, hello. Uh, <laughs> please remain a fan. That's how I get paid. <laughs> That's literally what I said to a child the other day. <laughs> and her mother was like, what? And I was like, I don't know! <laughs> And then she wanted a picture, and I said, okay. So I bent down, and then she bent down. I was like, no, you dum-dum. I'm getting down there with you. <laughs> oh, boy, kids. They call me cake lady. <laughs> Wait, they do for real? Yeah, in the hotel, this little girl was like, you're the cake lady! <laughs> and I was like, I am. Guilty. Guilty, yep. Nailed it. So... <laughs> People love saying that to me. This man almost hit me with his car, and he leaned out and went, almost nailed it! <laughs> you can't do that after you almost murder me. You're like, you know, timing, yes. Everything yes. else, no. <laughs> yes. Like, resounding no. Yes, resounding no, please. So, I feel like, I can't remember when. It was like a while ago. I saw you do stand-up for the first time. Mm-hmm. You, she commands a room. She can't help it. It's not your fault. Sorry. <laughs> that just is what it is. Is there, like, is there, is it, what, like, what's, are you, are you performing somewhere, somewhere? What's going on? What's, like, what's, it, what's going up in the stand-up situation? Is there, what's popping? I have This a... also is, like, a not pre-rehearsed question, so, like, I have no idea if there is anything <laughs> going on. Like, maybe you're not doing it. Like, I don't know. Like, if I didn't... No, it's popping. Um, I'm recording a Netflix special tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, wait, tomorrow, today. Today is the day. Oh, my God, that would have been bad. Uh, <laughs> like, sorry, guys. Woo! Yeah, tonight, tonight at Club Set at 7.30 and 9. Can you guys go take your good energy there? And, like, yeah. is it already sold out? I have no idea. Well, go wait in line. Yes. Never, I don't know a better way to spend your night. I'm just kidding. You have better ways to spend your night than sitting in a line, but I just really want you to support Nicole because I'm obsessed with her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that girl. Your Thank Netflix you. special. And also, like, how meta is that? That, like, I read the thing about the, the nail. Oh, yeah, I can say that. The Christmas episodes of Nailed It are coming out. I can't say when. 
Okay, but they're coming out! Yes, but I mean, if you're intuitive, you understand when they're coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can't legally it say. It is so bizarre what they allow, like, allow me to say and not say. Like, there's something, like, there was this thing that was like, <laughs> so like we posted about it and it was like, Christmas is coming! And I was like, yeah, so are the episodes. Like, yeah, but also it could be like an advent calendar thing when it's like, or that, like, or the, you know, maybe like you're gonna, maybe it's gonna be like the first, and then I'm gonna get like one every day, maybe, or once, maybe it's like once a week. There are only six episodes, so don't scream at me. Maybe there's, <laughs> maybe there's like, maybe there's more, and you're not, and you're really not allowed to say. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what your life is or your truth is. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> You know, essentially what you're trying to say here is, is that this is a little thing called, like, your career's popping. And it's not your fault that your career's popping. It's nice. It's very, very nice. Uh, I did comedy in a basement for, like, eight years, and now shit's paying off. It's nice. <clears throat> very nice. So, one thing that I noticed about both of my guests today is content creators, fierce women, comedians... You write stuff, you write stuff, you yeah. write stuff, you're writers, you can't help but you write stuff. I feel like you both have had so much success, but if you just started following one of the two of you, like you wouldn't know what you had to put in to get there. And so you both have like worked really hard and you both have had to overcome like a culture of like that just like isn't geared for like women to succeed in the same way that it is for other people. So anecdotally and interestingly like what are some gorgeous like I just want to be taken on some gorgeous like stories or something but they're like maybe they're funny maybe they're up maybe they're down maybe there's I don't know I think it's really important for women and when I got um my first tv show that's no longer on the air it's fine um <laughs> when I got that I made sure that I hired uh, that we hired a lot of women a lot of people a lot of lgbtq people a lot of uh you know we I, we made it diverse because we knew that there were a lot of people that were going to get those opportunities elsewhere and a lot of people on our staff were in their on their first tv show ever because they had been trying 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 and they just you can't break in the door unless someone's bringing you up so i think it's important when you have success to 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 make sure that the boat rises for everyone Ooh. I love that phrase, the boat rises for everyone. Yeah, don't kick people off the boat. This isn't t the Titanic. <laughs> no. And also, like... Is that what they did? Remember the Titanic yes. where they hit an iceberg and then everyone kicked everyone off the boat? Yes, they were like, sorry, like, That's actually... they did. Yes. Billy Zane, he hid. <laughs> and then he snatched that child and then he got on the boat and pushing other people. I remember the movie. For me, the saddest part of that movie is when they were like looking for survivors and they were like all in the water, all mm -hmm. frozen. And I was like, I was like nine and thoroughly traumatized. Yes. Though they looked very realistic. They and looked... I was like, them is dead people. It's not cute. You know what other movie holds up really well? What? And then we'll get back to like the question. Huh? Twister. <laughs> I've never seen a I've never seen everyone's favorite movies. Like I've never seen Star Wars. I've never seen Indiana Jones. I've never seen the Goonies. Don't compare Goonies? Twister. Don't oh, I like no, this. no, no, never no, seen no, no, no. You're comparing like a five-time Emmy-winning actress Helen Hunt and you know, and then Bill Paxton's performance in Twister to all those other classics. <laughs> Twister's like, better than Star Wars, is what you're saying? Hey, I call him like I see him. <laughs> 
Minus Carrie Fisher, because she's in Star Wars, right? Yes. So take Carrie Fisher, put her in Twister, and you've got the perfect movie. Oh, my God. Um, But no, I mean, Twister is like this. It's storm chasers. It's meteorology. It's Mm -hmm. tornadoes. It's. But the point of what I was saying is, like, the opening shot, it's this, like, it's like NASA like 1996 and then it's the Doppler radar picks up like all of these red uh, hooks because you know how like on Doppler radar like those red hooks it's like oh my god there's a twister you know that if you guys live in a place where there's okay. it's, you're laughing because you know you, you know what that is and like in a severe thunderstorm warning like, you totally know what I'm saying like if like it's a red hook on the if, the if that little thing is like you better run girl you better get in the basement honey uh, probably like an F2 F3 coming through any second honey you got so, the Montreal weatherologist here tonight I'm like oh wait, is he here but they don't even have tornadoes in Montreal or have they that's like, getting curious no never well we're global working on global is warming coming, you guys if 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 you're a horrific neighbor down to the south, well, the 48% of us down to the south get their way, you will have some tornadoes here. <laughs> very um, which also makes me so devastated because, like, at the end of the day, like, even though, like, Donald Trump says that the election, like, that he won the popular vote, which he, like, clearly didn't, but, like, more of us, like, didn't want him. You know what I mean? Like, that's, so like, what's so devastating. still don't yeah. want him. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, he literally, God. like, it's kind of like saying, like, you, like, you got off of like a murder for technicality or something. You know He's what I mean? He's the O.J. Simpson of presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's just so ugly. <laughs> he really is. And I just feel like, like, and you know that there's an issue and like, I feel like the first year I was like, every day there would be like once a day or I'd be like, <laughs> like I would just like read the night and I'd be like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what am I... What am I, what am I reading? And now I'm like, it's wild and it's bad for comedy because the wildest things happen in that administration. And you're like, that must be a joke. And then it's not. So everyone's like, well, what's real? What yeah, is it? like no, it's it's, it's such it's a fucking clusterfuck. Like, I li- like, and what about Roseanne? Like. This oh you no, this, no. I have God. to. I really have to. Let's talk about let's it. Let's get into her. No, because like this, this backtracking thing, I'm and like, bullshit. I'm like you got the you got some highlights and spent two months in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Like so, you got the highlights. Uh-huh. You're like I need to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Went like, back I'm, to her like macadamia farm. She went back to her mom's basement. Mm-hmm. No, she has a macadamia farm in Hawaii. But her mom also has a house on that farm somewhere, and that's the basement that uh, she stayed in. Because I was just reading this Fox what? News thing on the way over here, because she gave her first interview to like some Fox News person. Go yes, figure. I think it's Hannity. Sean Hannity. And, she's yeah. like, you know, and, like, and how dare she? Do you know what she f- said? So the, I guess the name of the show, the working title for the show going forward is going to be The Connors. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, because they asked her, like, how do you think it's going to do, like, you know, without you? And she was like, well, I just, you know, I don't wish bad on anyone. I would never want anyone to go through what I went through. But I just think it's funny that all these privileged people are going to be writing for, like, middle-class America. And I'm like... You've been like a multi, yes. multi, 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 multi millionaire, like billionaire, maybe like for years over. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're as privileged as they come. What is it with these privileged ass people accusing other people of being privileged and then somehow like wielding power over these people who like just only can listen and soundbite? Because that's actually what's really troubling when you talk about shorter, tighter, faster. Mm-hmm. Like, Trump supporters are not bad. Like, that, and I think that is the first key in reaching across. Like, because like, like we do have to believe, I think, in order to like fix this, that like people in their heart are good. Mm-hmm. What this is is like ADD run amok. Yeah. 
and it's like it's like too much content it's too much stuff and it's like people can't think critically so it's like maybe they're a little bit like predisposed to like conservatism because of like or conservatism because of like where they're from or their mom or their dad or whatever and then they hear these sound bites like because like my grandpa like but this is he's dead now and he also like had really bad dementia and like ate pills like dry fisted by the handful but he like act, like at the end because he was like like thought the pills were cereal and it like and he was and he but he was like just like like, did not care. That's how I do drugs, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Aaron in a corner eating but he pills. Would just, with, like, a with a pillow spoon, over yeah. her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but he would just watch Fox News and get mad as hell. And well, Fox News does a thing where they put the sound bites up. So you're hearing it, you're reading it. So then you can parrot it back to whoever you want. And like CNN. Like, the left has its faults, too. Like, CNN pays these crazy, like, actory people from the right to come on and say wild things. And I'm like, this isn't news. Like, give me NPR. Make it boring. Just, I don't need to be entertained while I'm getting news. Yeah. It's wild. The other thing I think that's, that's, absolutely. I think America won't acknowledge that there is a, caste system I'm not even saying class system I'm saying caste there is a mm-hmm. there there are people in the United States that will never rise above lower 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 middle class and so until we recognize that that's a problem and with Roseanne specifically like she's like well I did all this hard work and I became a millionaire so why can't everyone become a millionaire it's like bitch that's your story that ain't everybody's story yeah. so like until you can realize that that's not that's not something that's within everyone's grasp to get. You have to have compassion for those people and, and help them in cities and towns where industry is dying, where they have no hope, and they think they're ignored because they are. Everyone's ignoring them. The right, the left, everyone. And so we have to, like you were saying, have compassion for those people. Let them know that there are people who do want to help them and they're not just going to be, you know, just labeled white trash and forget about it. Because those people are actually... Like being because they hear the right pandering to them, but the right isn't really trying to help them. Like they're meanwhile raising their taxes, Mm -hmm. like stealing, you know, like like robbing Peter to pay Mm -hmm. Paul, all of that business. But then they're just like saying stuff to manipulate people that identify. Yeah, like I'm gonna bring coal jobs back. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, coal jobs are never coming back. He's putting tariffs on imports. All American cars are made with imported parts. It's going to make American cars more expensive. So, like, how do you want the American automobile industry to thrive? It's just so fucked up. And I don't understand why people can't read through the lines. And, like, honestly, most politicians are dirty. And a lot of them aren't here to help you. And, like, people not being able to rise, there's, like... I read this article where it was like black men are not likely to rise above where their father was and like any black man, like just across the fucking board. And then I'll talk to people who are like, privilege doesn't exist. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> why can't you see that? Like if we walk into, like if we walked into an interview and a white lady was like, okay, Aaron and Nicole, she'd probably pick you because she like identifies with you. And that is a privilege. You know what I'm saying? Like, my name is Nicole, and I was taught to speak a certain way. We call it code switching, where you can, you know, uh, you know, talk like, like a traditional. I don't know. Like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? And then you could talk like, like people are always like, you talk white, and it's like I was taught like that, so nobody knew I was black over the phone. Nobody teaches white people that, and that is a privilege. Absolutely. And I, America's bad, y'all. Stay here. (laughs) 
Well, unfortunately, like that's not, I mean, I think, you know, Canada seems to be like a cute bright spot according to what I read on like NPR Reuters and like, you know, my like it it, it seems like there's not this insurgency of the right that we're experiencing in America and much over Europe, but it does seem like in a lot of places like this, this whole thing is spreading. Like this whole thing of like being able to like manipulate Fascist, fascism, yeah. 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 It's like a th- yeah, oh, fascism. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sorry, fashionism. <laughs> what I meant to say. That that's what that word is. <laughs> People looking cute down the street. No. Um, but yeah, Roseanne's the worst. Back to her. Oh, She's yeah. the worst. Roseanne, the thing I hate the most is she has backtracked on that tweet so much. So she at first was like, Ambien made me racist. And then it was, I didn't know she was white. And it was like, but you called her an ape? That's not a traditional insult for white people. That's not a no, thing. No, she said she didn't know that she said she oh, thought she, she, she thought was, she was white. Sorry. Yes. She thought she was but that's white. even like but like but also no you didn't. And I feel like we could go mm-hmm. back and like find like in Twitter times where like you knew that she was like a gorgeous like biracial uh-huh, woman uh-huh. or whatever race. But she like, had. and also if you go through Roseanne's Twitter, it's filled with like weird conspiracy theories and hateful things. She's a hateful, angry woman who, like, you saw that video where she's screaming. With the cigarette and her blonde. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, why did you release that? Like, so if literally. I saw Roseanne on the street, I'd go, no, <laughs> no. Like, it would go the garlic other or way. whatever, yes. salt. She's out of her fucking but mind. But th- she's been doing this for years, so the fact that everyone was like, mm, she'll stop when she gets, when yeah. we give her this t- massive TV show. It's like, no, she's not going to stop. And then when she was like, I got fired because I voted for Trump, and I was like, no, bitch, that's why your show went. Yeah. Like, what are, what are we all doing? Your that show went. That is a thing. It is. Her show went into production to talk to middle America, and then other networks started, like, they brought back Last Man Standing, Tim Allen's show, who's also conservative. They're pandering to middle America, so, bitch, that's not it. It's your racist, and a black woman running that network was like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And I'm so glad she couldn't. And I'm well, so glad that show's going ahead without her. I'm so fucking happy. And I really hope it succeeds. Me too. I really, really do. And also, at the end of the article that I was talking about, she said that she's like, you know, I think it was like bad for my health because I was so depleted and I was overworked and I was in this room with like, you know, 25 writers every week who just like hated Trump. It's like, you were such, like, she's like, girl. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's our thing. But also, like, why can't you like. Like, I just don't even believe that. Like, no one's going to be in the room, like, being blatantly disrespectful. No. Or Roseanne, the creator of the no. show. But also, like... Guess also, she wasn't in the room. No, she wasn't. In... There's She's no way opposite she Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, she didn't go. <laughs> I wonder if she was in the room. I highly doubt it. Also, you think you're going to get good writers who are conservatives? They don't have a fucking sense of humor. <laughs> they can't write shit. Also, I'm tired of racists being like, it's hard. But everyone knows I'm racist. (laughs) Everyone's so mean about it now. Like that woman who was like, she's selling water illegally. She's like, people are giving me death threats. Yeah, bitch, go home. You threatened a child. Let that child sell her fucking water to go to Disney World. Oh my god. uh, Permit Permit Patty's my favorite. Nobody's touching her. And she's like, they're hitting me. They're hitting me. And it's like, bitch, don't you know how phones work? That was like so like no, I mean like I mean once like my blood stopped boiling and all that, like I was like, ooh girl, like that is like the patheticness of it all. Yeah. Like Do you remember her job? What was it? She made cannabis treats for dogs. Yeah. 
Permit Patty? No. Um, w- no, Water the lady Susie? who. What was her name? Oh, her, uh, Permit, Pat- Permit, Permit Patty. Patty. Yeah. Oh she yeah, that is Permit Patty. She was a stoner. Barbecue. Yeah. I don't th- know if she ate the dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't have. No, not with that attitude. A stoner couldn't be so. But I don't understand. My I, my brain can't even wrap my mind around it. Wait, I don't understand cannabis for dogs because my dog ate weed once and I thought he was dying. <laughs> maybe like, she's like a CBD for puppers. Oh, like, yeah, it's like maybe, maybe she's like not THC. Yeah. She's just like a little bit of like a, right? She's like a little bit of like a relaxed. Mellow. Truly, my dog ate a nug and I was like, he's dying. No. And I took him, like, I gave him, he was like peeing everywhere. He like, he, like didn't know who I was. Oh, no. I took him on a walk. He's like, what's a tree? <laughs> and he didn't know who the other dog was. He kept looking at Charlie being like, I don't know you. No. So then I like gave him a bath. I gave him a treat. He held it in his mouth and just went, uh. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I like rushed him to the vet. <laughs> the vet laughed at me. <laughs> And was like, do you have weed in your house? And I was like, always. And that was like, your dog ate weed. And I was like, oh, no. And he, like, couldn't walk straight. It was so scary. But but he made a full work. He's fine. Yeah, you just have to. I paid $90 for them to be like, just sit with him. Well, now you know. Now I know when I come Now you guys put on know. Reruns, I know. Put on reruns of Law and Order. <laughs> and it'll, be, it'll work itself out. Mm-hmm. I uh, moved to New York um, a few, like in June. Uh, like I just like made my home base there. And that was the first time that my cats ever had to go on a plane. And um, <laughs> my vet was like, so cat Xanax is like a thing and you have to use it because... Um, like, you, like they're going to freak out because I have a 13-year-old and a 6-year-old, but you can't do it the first time on the plane. you got to, like, practice. So the week before we practiced, and it was like, I had so much guilt and shame about drugging my babies. Um, <clears throat> once the guilt and shame subsided, like, th- like, two minutes and 30 seconds into it, um, my 13-year-old cat was doing this thing where he was, like, he was standing there, and he was, like, <laughs> and then his, like, feet just, like, started slowly sliding out in front of him. And he was just like looking around and then just like slumped over to the side. <laughs> and then Harry Larry, my the younger one, was like, he was just like really fighting it. Like he was fighting it hard and he would just like and then like fall over. And then just like so when it came time to actually get them on the plane to go like the next it was the next week, like Harry Larry was so upset about leaving home. Like I thought if anything, my 13 year old would be pissed and the six year old would be like really chill. Cause he's much more personable. If you guys see my Insta stories, he's very much like, he's very much all the way here. And he just like loves to cuddle. And he's very chill. He was like, okay, cats have this third eyelid that like, that comes like from the inside out. It's very alien. So when you give them the Xanax, that eyelid gets stuck. <laughs> ah! So it's closed, but you can see their pupils from behind it. So, like, um, so he was hissing. Why does it do that, though? I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, a dry eye or, like, a fucked up eye. I don't know. Um, but it's what it is. And so, but so he was hissing and freaking out, and he kept like, trying to, like, claw his way through, like, because, like, the zippers have these locks, and they click. So we get on the plane. I'm really feeling that H period E period R period singer girl, the her, you know? She sings, the, she's, she's kind of like, she kind of was like a little bit of like a Solange, means like a sism moment. But, but so she was my plane music for that day. So she like drifted me to, away to a beautiful sleep when I felt like what I, like it was like a gorgeous massage on my leg. Oh, and also I should preface this by saying that the flight attendant was like, wait, is that how we say flight attendant, right? Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah, sure. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, she was like, Make sure you don't take the cat out. Like, the cat cannot at any time come out of this, like, kitty carry-all for any time ever in this flight. And I was like, I got it. He's in here. 
So I feel this like little baby massage and I look down and it looks like this zombie cat is, he's <laughs> broken the lock. He's got one arm completely out. This half of his face is like, and like, and his tongue is like, like trying to get out and his like eyelid is literally peeled back to here because his face is like halfway stuck and like when he realizes that I'm awake now looking at him he starts to like violently thrash and like scream meow all on one and a half Xanaxes like one and a half kitty Xanaxes he's like you know what I mean like it was so upsetting and so then I was like I'm gonna take you to the bathroom and give you like another quarter pill because you were freaking out so we did and then he was fine I hope that story was worth it for you guys because it had no point. It had no end. Like, Why? there was no arc. Like, it was just a story about getting my cats messed up. I liked it. Why but, can't you take a cat out of its case? You can take a dog I don't know now. if it's like an allergy thing or like if it's like a cat. Do they go right to the ceiling like, <laughs> No, they literally told me like, under, they were like, you cannot take your cat out. But dogs are out all the time. Well, I think that's fucking an injustice. And not my it's dog. kind of rude. Like, my cat is... Or the, oh, you know what it could be is maybe claws or something. Oh, maybe. One time I took my dog on a plane from... I was just about to ask. Actually, if, You can't if, really do it anymore, the way I did it, which what, is the, lie about your... Yes, you can. I thought they started cracking down on yes, it. Yes, but... I mean, you're like, I left well, your dog, home. your dog's sweet and nice. My dog hates people. One is nice, one is evil. Oh, okay. One will bite you as a hello. Yep, that's and all. And then be that like, is... now you want to be my friend? He's like, no, bitch, you bit me. I love Oliver because... But he bit you. Because I love you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I mean? It takes five to six meetings before Oliver's like, or in my I case, guess you're not going to kill or me. Or in my case, like 29 for four years, and it still is like a... I guess like I'm allowed to come into the room now. Did I bring him on set when you were did Game of Thrones? I think I'd stopped doing it. Because he started so. attacking one of the DPs because she would wear work boots, and he was like, no, a murderer! And would just <laughs> go after her. No, just, well, he's, it's not... Gosh. He's just... His nervous system. He was is a street dog. Here. Yeah, he was a street dog, and he's like, the, and he, he's the X Files. He's like, trust no one. And yeah. he only has eyes for you and Ale. It's not his but fault. But it's a dysfunctional relationship. Wait, he's did like you a, find your dog on the street? Yeah, on Santa Monica Boulevard, which means nothing to any of you. It's just like, it's not like a bad street, but there's just like moments of her where if you found a dog, you would be like, oh my God, I gotta get you out of here, baby girl. So I yeah. live in the part of Los Angeles where I used to. My apartment was raised to build a condo. Which. That apartment, the headshots that were taken in that apartment, please. Cha- it changed like... the courses of people's careers because, like, before Aaron was like, oh, you're a talking about the cre- Harper one. That oh, it was this not the oh my god, the other one that with the, the the turquoise one. I also loved that apartment. Yeah. You have always made it your business to have like interesting laid out apartments. <laughs> Something I well, I just well, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, you got to have light in your apartment. Um, so we're living in. You've got to. We were living in an industrial part of town, which means, like, our block was half, like, the end of the houses and then, like, warehouse space. And there was a warehouse space that was behind my house owned by a production company, and they would have massive concerts there. And I remember one Thursday night, Chromeo was playing. And I was like, oh, they are not, they have decibel um, writers where they were like, we, we have to have our music this loud, and they were way over it. So I went over this isn't about my dog. I went over in my pajamas like an old lady to the Chromeo, the private Chromeo concert. I went up to the garden. I was like, I have a sick 12-year-old daughter. I don't. <laughs> my husband and I are trying to sleep. If you don't, shut the fuck up, Chromeo. 
I'm coming back with the police. And then I turn around and the police are already there. And I'm like, do something. <laughs> Did they do something? No. It was like, th- that was my life is just Chromeo concerts, Chromeo concerts, Chromeo concerts. And then you had to get out. They had, well, that, so that part of town is like super desolate. And so Wait, when someone. Wait, what part of town is that? It's like La Brea near Santa Monica. Oh, okay. Right like where like the trader. die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that, so when we saw a dog there, I was like, this belongs to no one. This is a, just a... Because he was a good little growly. He was real... He was... He didn't growl at me at first, and then he was really scared, so I was like, what a great dog, and he was house mm-hmm. trained. And then I took him to the dog park, and he just sat on my lap, and he was like... Aww. I was. He's like, I'm scared to play. And then a week later, I took him to the dog park, and he was like, kill, 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 kill! <laughs> like, but it totally changed. The point... Well, part of my favorite thing about Oliver is, is just, like, his Insta stories with you and your feed posts with him, because, like, when you groom him on Instagram like I can almost feel on my body <laughs> the brush exactly where it would be and it's almost like when you were in like kindergarten when you would bring your show and tell thing and then like the other kids would touch it and it gave you those like weird cold chills and you couldn't tell if you liked it or not <laughs> like you like kind of like the other kids were touching your stuff but you were also kind of like don't touch my shit <laughs> um it's exactly like that. that's how I feel when I see Oliver get pet like, I, like, I'm super intrigued, and I can feel exactly where it is, and, like, 95% of me loves it, but there's, like, a 5% of me that's, like... <laughs> that he's going to bite you. No, 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 no. Like, I, I, I almost feel like I am him. Where do you take him to get groomed? My, my bed. Her bedroom. Oh, only only she and her husband do it. That weird. My bed. No, I do. Yeah. He likes With this dog brush. brush. Oh. And they whisper... Like being brushed? And they whisper no. luxury. They, go, uh, they, they whisper on the... They go... They, they brush him, and they go, like... <laughs> it's an ASMR or whatever. It's like ASMR, it's like, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, I take my dogs to get groomed and I get their tails dyed. Oh what my god! What color? So cute. Well, Charlie's white, so he's got a purple tail. Clyde uh. is brown, so he's got a a sunset tail. They're both kind of like ombre, really. Mm-hmm. They're like a hyphy ombre. Mm-hmm. And people stop us on the street and they're like, "Oh my god, your dogs are so cute!" And I'm like, "What about me?" <laughs> it's like, do you want a selfie? <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when um some people like like sometimes someone will come up to me like to ask for directions or something. I'm like, "Oh my god, do you want a selfie?" and they're like That is hilarious. I hate that. That like literally it I'm like, "Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not from here. I'm sorry. I can't tell you anyway." <laughs> sorry. Um, Wait, how many times has that happened? It's, it's, I think it's happened like once a month since February. <laughs> just, You're I charting just assume it? that they're coming up because like cuz usually I'm late and I need to get to where I'm going and uh-huh. so I just I just need to like because cause sometimes, like, if I'm not careful, it's not really so much the person that, like, is telling me that they love me mm-hmm. or the show. It's, it's that, like, I will end up giving you my number, and then I'll tell you <laughs> everything that I did today, and then I'm going to want to know everything that you did. And the next thing I know, I'm, like, 45 minutes late instead of four minutes late. Mm. Um, and it's just a whole thing. I like, just assume no one knows who I am. I've been humbled so many times. <laughs> like, on sets where a PA is like, and you are? And I'm like, on the call sheet? They made me stand out in line outside. <laughs> no, they did. They were like, they were like, it's we're not letting anyone in. I was like, hi, this, and they this were like, my face. who? <laughs> no, Aaron, that. get out of my face. Everyone knows. They tried that. to. They called the police on me. They tried. No, <laughs> you love a you love a reoccurring police theme. I shouldn't. It's well, awful. Well, no, just like my I mean, grandpa like right was. Now, a, as a, as a, as a, I just mean like you're threading it through a story. I, I love it. It was me. I called the police. I was like, this lady's illegally trying to get into this. Panel. You should do that. This lady's illegally trying. <laughs> Let's flip Would, the script. Wouldn't that be pure? Like that's how it was in Canada. Like it's like white people got called on, like like for like making two like like. This lady's trying to steal a bike. It's yes, mine. Yes. Oh my god, that's almost like a Handmaid's Tale like spinoff or something. <laughs> Racism. Well, no, but like, but like, if it, like if the roles were reversed, like it's like in this like in this world, like 
privileged white people had to learn like what it's like. Yeah, but like, they'd get so mad watching. It's the what? No, it can't be that bad. It's like, <laughs> welcome. <sighs> I feel like that show. What do you think you do, or who do you? Th- what do you, do you remember that? Sh- that oh, prank about yes. the roots or whatever. Yes, what no, is, no, show, it's a prank what would you show. Do? It was yeah, like, where it's like there's a baby locked in the car. What will you do? And people are like, I'm gonna go home. Yeah, and then they're like, Why did you go home? There was a baby in that car. They interview you after yes. you fuck up morally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I what would love they that say? Show. He would be like, why did you walk away from that baby in the car? And then what did that guy say? And then they'd be like, well, it wasn't my baby. (laughs) And it was a lot of like black guys unchaining a a bicycle Uh and then people like calling the police. Yes, yes, black people living, they would be like, police! But like a dying baby, Baby, they'd be like, you know what? I don't see it, so I won't say anything. But you know what's really curious about this to me, especially now that I'm like doing unscripted television? Uh, you have to definitely sign a release for your face to be on that. Yes. So why in the yes. hell would you yes. knowingly like leave a baby in the car, like yes. a fake baby in the car, be like, oh yeah, you can use my image and that's totally fine. I'll, like, I'll sign it. Because but people maybe we'll don't get the followers. understand no. releases. Wait till your moment. This is not your moment. <laughs> Imagine like te- though. This is a learnable moment. It's a teachable moment, but this is not your moment. I would love to run into someone on Tinder that's like, I was on that show. What would you do? I left that baby in the car. <laughs> My claim to fame? Like right I left a baby in the car. Yes. Um, you guys, thank you so much for coming. I love you all. Oh, thank you guys so much. And just like have so much fun at your Just for Laughs moment. And I love you. So much. Yes, yes, yes. That's me. Weird. Oh my God. Bye. Love you guys. And, you know, our theme music is free by Ken. Thanks to her so much for letting us use it. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JVN. And, you know, write us a review. Leave us a message. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your sister. Tell your family. Tell your chosen family if your family sucks. Whatever it is, own it, love it, live it, learn it. I love you guys so much. And thanks for listening to Getting Curious.